Welcome to the Advice from Hannah show. You've clicked on season one, episode number 21. We're now officially legal in all states, and this is super exciting. On today's episode, we have a fascinating journalist, Joanna Luna. She's a Toronto native, producer, radio personality, and our very dear friend of this platform. I'm super excited to have her on. But before we jump right into this, I have to give my congratulations and send my props to Dr. Ayat Mekki. She was on season one, episode number seven, and just launched her first podcast, The Inner Selfie Podcast, alongside her colleague, Elijah. I think that this podcast sounds phenomenal. I urge you to go listen to it because if you're a fan of mine, you're definitely a fan of hers. And I commend you for actually starting this and I can't wait to see where this takes you. Now, back to our interview. Joanna is so cool and you guys are going to love her so much. Well, thank you very much for taking the time out of your schedule to chat with me. It's a pleasure. We're, we're flipping the channel here. Like <laughs> I usually do the interviews because I'm a journalist, but it's actually really nice to get interviewed because we're talking about media, we're talking about relationships, and we're talking about raw things behind what it's like to be in the media business. She's going to tell us all the tea, and I'm so excited. It's going to be insane. If you're not having a pen and a paper in your hand right now, you need to because this woman is phenomenal. Joanna, please tell us about yourself. Like what yeah. do you do? Yeah, thank you the so many much. Things. <laughs> yeah, so thank you so much, Hannah. You know, it was a pleasure. It's a pleasure to really get to know you. Like I, this is the third time I'm, I'm getting to know you. Like the first time was in Vaughn. You did an amazing, amazing event. Uh, boss it up, you know, for boss babes, for a lot of entrepreneurs. You know, it wasn't only just for Latinas. It was catered to a lot of people and it really helped out a lot of women you know, understand what they wanted to do. And, uh, you know, in the business world, right? And and you were one of the keynote speakers and you impressed me, you know? You spoke to me, you resonated with me. I loved all the women, you know, out there that were part of that event in Vaughn at Vale's Kitchen. You know, my background, I've been a journalist since, uh, God, it's been 11 years now. I went to Sheridan College. I did uh, journalism broadcast in uh, 2008, 2010. Then I ventured off to Australia to pursue my BA in journalism from 2010 to 2012. And the rest is history. <laughs> I got radio gigs, TV gigs, mainly more radio gigs because apparently I got a nice voice. So I just went with it. <laughs> so I said, okay, why not? Let's do it. It's rock and roll. And uh, my first paid job was Jazz Radio 94.1 on the Gold Coast. And let me tell you, Hannah, me encantó. I loved it because... I never ever in my wildest dreams ever thought I would ever get into radio, okay? Because mm -hmm. I was always made for TV. Like, I, yeah. that was my thing, you know? Like, I love a lot of personality, you know? Like, I have a lot of, you know, like, charisma. Like, I have presence. I love doing what I do. And I love connecting with people and getting good stories and good meat to my stories, you know? Like, first and foremost, I'm a journalist. Like, I'm not, 
you know, um, like I'm just a messenger. I report, I report the mm -hmm. facts and, uh, you know, obviously I do entertainment news and lifestyle, but I'm a journalist. I love doing justice stories. I love doing inspiring stories, rags to riches stories. So I made it work, man. And, and so far radio has given me a, a platform, TV as well and digital. And from there I, I ventured off with Rogers TV, Daytime Toronto. I worked for 1310 News Ottawa. I worked for News Talk 1010 Time Saver Traffic as a traffic reporter. I used to work for a company called the Canadian Traffic Network. So they provided uh, Canadian traffic hits across Canada and they have different clients. And I was the client, my client was 1310 News Ottawa and News Talk. Man, and then I worked in Yukon. That's where I met my, my the love of my life. Um, uh, and uh, uh, it was a good opportunity. I got a radio gig for The Rush, part of the Hogan family. They're like the the Rogers of the North, they're a very wealthy family in the Yukon. <laughs> they own everything in the Yukon and uh, I worked for the Klondike Broadcasting Corporation. It was 96.1 The Rush, today's best music. So I was their afternoon girl, I was a three to seven girl. And yeah, like I did that and then I ventured off to Yellowknife. I got an Aboriginal radio station gig. I worked for 101.9 uh, The Voice of Denaday. So I was their producer, host and uh, news reporter and did that for six months. I got a contract gig and then I ventured off to Saskatoon. I worked for 96.1, the music that makes you feel good. <laughs> cool, I did that. Uh, where else, where else? My God, Grand Prairie, I worked for Jim Pattison Group, uh, Big Country, 93.5. That was an awesome hit, I loved it. I loved the Jim Pattison family, let me tell you. They know how to invest in their employees. I, in those, in that, in, in, in that opportunity that I got, it gave me so much more confidence. They mm -hmm. they groomed me to learn how to do commercial producing and voicing and, and everything. Because I was the midday girl. I used to be like the girl after, you know, the morning show. Yeah. So morning show usually tends to be 5 to 10 or mm -hmm. 5 to 9 or 6 to 10. So I was the midday girl. I would, I would fill in from 10 to 2 or 10 to 3. And, and then you have to do other stuff. You know, you can't just do your radio show. You've got to do commercials. you got to do live on locations. And, and I don't know. I just really... I really felt loved and wanted at that station, and I really appreciated, you know, um, you know, Kyle. Like he was one of the um, less Kyle or less West. He was the uh, PD at the time, and uh, he was the one who gave me the job. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for hiring me. <laughs> yeah, thanks for hiring. Thanks for believing in me. You know that I could do it. So, um, and then there's a lot of people out there that really believed in my talent too, because honestly, Hannah, it's a cutthroat bit, cutthroat industry. Like. You're as only you're only as good as your last story. You're only as good as what uh, you know you do. And uh, I've been in this business eleven years, and I really love what I do. Absolutely, you are the ultimate goal. You're the woman crush every day of everyone. Like she's a sweetheart. And I have to ask you, with all these, I noticed that you moved around a lot. I so did. that seems to be key in order to develop a portfolio that seems you know enticing for other radio stations to have you. What? did that do to your family life and your love life? And I'm gonna keep it real. Um, you know, it's a lot of sacrificing. Um, there was a lot of first communions, a lot of family events I wasn't able to attend. Um, and it broke my heart sometimes. Mm -hmm. It broke my heart. Like I remember this one time in uh, Grand Prairie, Alberta, I wasn't with my family. They had a, they had an, every, every year they go to Ecuador or they do something, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, at the time they went to Ecuador and I wasn't part of that trip. My whole family, my mom, my dad, my brothers, my sisters, everybody. And it was just really sad that I wasn't part of that. But I knew that I had to sacrifice in order to succeed in my career. So I didn't see it 
as something sad. I wanted to always see a silver lining to anything. Mm -hmm. Because I remember thinking about it being sad on Christmas Eve. Because Christmas Eve in the Spanish culture, oh, we celebrate it. It's harsh. Yeah, it's for harsh. three days. For three mm -hmm. days. And and at the time, I was dating Daniel. Daniel, the you know, my, the, um, obviously he's my ex-partner now in the Yukon. And he was always there for me, you know. I, I, I loved that. I loved when... Um, when my family was there for me, when my partner at the time was there for me, a lot of a lot of support is there for me. You know, I really believe behind every successful woman, there's a good guy. I really believe that. Or I believe, you know, when you want something, you get it, you do it, you accomplish it, you execute it. You have to have a good, strong balance, a lot of good family members support you. Because in this industry, it's really cutthroat, you know, it's either a contract gig six months or three months or a year contract you go where the story takes you you go you know the next gig like i haven't been to halifax or the east coast and i'm looking forward to it like if i get a gig why not right but i gotta be mainly here in toronto toronto vancouver and now calgary for spotlight tv radio network that's that's the network i've been working since 2013 and uh i've been working with other networks so that's mainly my baby and uh, I also do commercials, I do TV, radio, and now I do DVs for a company nice. in Liberty Street downtown in, in the heart of Liberty. And um, I'm over in Shaker, man. I keep myself busy. <laughs> I also own my own production house, Joetta Luna Productions. You know, I do corporate videos, promotional videos, I do commercials, I do live on locations, I provide MC services, um, I do media consulting, so I keep myself very busy. But I think the most important thing out of anything, Hannah, is having a good solid support by your family absolutely I find that family is key especially when you're you know late nights early mornings back to back you need to be here there everywhere in like I feel like you need a helicopter like because of Toronto traffic <laughs> <laughs> and I used to be a traffic reporter I used to be like uh, you know on the Queensway looking pretty good that was in Ottawa but I remember here because the major <laughs> artery here is the 401 the yeah. QEW and let me tell you how to like I honestly my little tricks guys this is a little timid for you guys I don't I don't drive anymore you know why <laughs> because it's ridiculous here in Toronto and in Vancouver the traffic so do you know what I do my best friend is the TTC it gets me there right away <laughs> Absolutely. Sometimes you have to. You need to get downtown. You need to be somewhere for 6 o'clock. 5.55, you can't find parking. I know. It's ridiculous. I so. drive, and I don't even go to the... Okay, for the station, when I do my Monday to Friday for doing the DVs and the mm -hmm. commercials, I honestly take the Dufferin Bus Street to Liberty Street in, in, in Liberty Village, and I'm there in literally 30 minutes. So you, you're saving the planet by taking traffic and less stress and less wrinkles let's keep that real yeah because, like, you're sitting there and you're like and I, I feel my whole face compressing I'm like no don't do this to your face right now <laughs> yeah because you know what you don't want to be overwhelmed because there's so much to do like that time that's precious time that 30 minutes can be for self-guided meditation while you're in the bus mm -hmm. you can meditate you can think about oh you know you can gather your thoughts you know oh, this is what's happening for the day you know I'm very organized because I'm mainly more a producer than anything like mm -hmm. I love to produce stuff like I actually want to share something with you I um I did my first documentary back in 2016. It got bought out in 2017, and it was an amazing thing. Like, I love that my documentary, Speak Witch Into Me, got federal attention. It's about um, revitalizing one of Canada's dying languages called Witchin, and it got national attention and international press, which I was so proud of it because I'm the executive producer behind that. And it got bought out by some uh, gentleman in Winnipeg for educational purposes. And um, the company was called Digital 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 uh, Press or Digital Mass that he he bought out the rights for that.
So I was very happy and honored that that happened. Definitely. And you know what? You do things with love. I find what I like about you the most is that you're such a sweetheart and everything you do is with love. And I find that that's key because if you're guiding with the ego, it's not going to work. Yep. It's you're right. not going to work. And it never does. Ne it never does. Never. That's, that's honestly the one thing that I noticed. I'm going to keep it real again. Hannah, in this business, there's a lot of ego. There's a lot of ego. And you know what? You got to you got to relax you got to chill man because you're going to get a reality check quickly in this business i remember the first year of journalism and i'm not going to disclose the name but i worked with somebody who had the biggest ego in my life i've never worked with somebody she was a diva a diva and that left that left a sour a sour like the sour thing and i said i'm never ever going to be like that like it's just you know it takes many years to build your career 15 mm -hmm. seconds to ruin it and like people often forget to be kind they do so it's 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 something it's it 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 really baffles my it really baffles my mind to see that there's a lot of people that um that really don't care to have respect for others you know because the ego comes into place and then they think that that's that's okay to conduct yourself like that to have that kind of entitled behavior and everything like that that's not the right way to do it because in this business we're in the people business and if you don't know how to properly conduct yourself get out of the business absolutely because I find that one interaction it takes five seconds for you to make an impression on somebody yeah you meet them hi how are you and that's done and sometimes I, I say hello to people and you know me I'm I'm bubbly and I keep it really yeah. real yeah and sometimes I get like snubbed like you know I, I'm like oh hi I'm advice from Hannah I have a podcast and I kind of do my pitch oh okay but then I interviewed somebody really key and that one person that snubbed me came to me and was like, oh, I want to be on the podcast. I'm like, no. Yeah. Because I came, like, you know, I came with you with respect and then you snubbed me. But now because I interviewed this, you know, public figure, now For you sure. want to come For say sure. hi. So please be nice. Yeah, please be nice <laughs> and never forget where you came from. Like, I, I'm an immigrant, man. Like, Hannah, like, I came to Canada when I was one. My family struggled, man. Like, my dad was a former principal and teacher. Like... You know the immigrant dream, the Canadian dream, mm -hmm. right? You want to come here for to sacrifice for your kids, and now we're we're reaping we're reaping the benefits and everything of their hard work. And you know they made it easy for us, man. They, they made it easy for us. Now we're just you know we went to university, I went to college, and uh, you know I, I I really want to make them proud. Like that's 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 the ultimate thing for me. Like I I just want to keep on working. I don't even care about making a hundred thousand dollars. Like I don't care about money because money comes, money goes like it just like that you can have they say in spanish like the fat cow and then the skinny cow yeah and um it's it's something that's so real but i feel like they work so hard to get us here then why not make it great because exactly. you have yeah. this opportunity girls in other countries can't even go to school yeah. like it's a real thing so i i'm glad that you realize the sacrifice of the immigrant and what we do you know to to rise and i have to like while you were talking i thought of a question did you have any mentors like in your yeah. career, I know mentors are important. I have a few myself. Yeah. And did you have a key player that was just like, China man, you could do this. You're a rock star. You're Oprah. Like, if you don't have a group text hyping you up, it's not happening. Honestly, you. honestly, I am very grateful. So I went to an all girls school. Okay, a Madonna Catholic secondary school. Shout out to Madonna Catholic girls. 
2003, I graduated. As you can tell, I'm 33. I'm pretty, I'm an old fart. No, you're not. You're not. 33 is a great age. Honestly, like, I um, I have good people around me. I'm very selective. I'm very careful who I keep around in my life. I've obviously been burned when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously with a ex-partner. Oh, God. <laughs> but you know, you gotta, you got to be very careful who you surround yourself. My dad always says, my dad uh, says this to me, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. All the time. My I mom think it's a lot of things. All the time. <laughs> and it would get me so mad before. And now I'm just like, uh, my energy, no, let's not do this. Because if you want to be somebody, a superstar, if you want to launch a business, if yep. you want to do anything and you haven't done it yet, then that means that the people you're around with isn't the people that you need to be with. If That's not, right. I would have done it. I really believe that. You know, have you ever heard of the, the four agreements? Yes, yes. It's but. very, it's about being impeccable with your words and always being present and showing up. Okay? It's so important to surround yourself with people that are like-minded, who mm-hmm. see the vision, who get it. So far, I've been very blessed. Like Tony, my brother Antonio, Carla, um, all these people in my life are so influential in my life. Like my mom. My mom came here when she was 14 with my granddad. And she she really struggled. She lived with my Tia Teresa on Rogers Road. You know, my Tia Teresa, she had a leather factory back in the 70s, 80s. And she lived with her until, um, obviously, when she got married to my dad at the time mm-hmm. for that first couple months to, you know, uh, get. Uh, to get started. Yeah. And, and you know, that's, oh, that lady, man, I love her. I love her a lot. You know, Tia Teresa, man, she was really, she oh. really helped us a lot, you know. And, um, oh. yeah, like, it's, it's. It's the it's how we struggle, you know, but we, mm-hmm. we try to do something for ourselves and, and seeing that from my mom makes me really appreciate. Oh. No tears, no yeah, tears. Yeah, no, it makes me appreciate because you know the reason why I'm crying is just because I love her and I love everybody in my family and you know it's really sad that uh, unfortunately like our our cousin George is no longer with me. He's uh he's uh Tia Teresa's son. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, like it's it's amazing to see that family. Family is so important. Like it's so important. Like if you don't have family or a good support system, it's going to be super hard for you to to rise up. I've seen brilliant ideas and brilliant individuals, but they just don't have the group behind them. So I try to be that person for people. Like I'm the biggest cheerleader, and but I find that brilliant ideas die when you tell somebody about them. Yeah. They die, so it's those people are so key, and I feel like they're so undervalued at times because then when you're sometimes when your idea rises, like they you forget about the people that that helped you. Totally, totally. You do. And the one thing, Hannah, like honestly, I hear a lot of stories from immigrants, like our stories. Like we're young, we're millennials. I hear stories, you know. For example, there was recently in the in the states, a father and his child died across the border to the states you know and hearing those stories are so sad mm-hmm. like i think about my parents my mom my dad when they came to canada my dad sacrificed a lot he was a principal teacher to come to canada to sacrifice for his kids and i hope i make him proud honestly that's the only thing i care about is making my family proud and and just being active in my career because it is a tough business because it's when you know you're six months you're working then you have a month off it's like being an actor man it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 definitely rewarding you know like my parents have helped me from day one mm-hmm. always knew this is an artsy fartsy career this is a creative industry i love writing i love doing radio i love doing digital 
And I love the fact that they sacrificed for us, you know? Yeah. And they, they, they keep on sacrificing. My sister lives in Australia. Uh, my little brother graduated from Rosedale School of Arts. He's at York. Like, we're fighters, man. I think that's within our, within our sangre. Within, yeah. We, 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 Latin people, we, we, we love to fight for what we believe in. And we, we just keep it going. We fight till the bitter end. I find that, like, whenever I see, a, like, a Latina or anybody Spanish or any immigrant and they're doing the thing, I get it. I totally get it because you, we can work a nine to five. We all know this. You can work a nine to five. You can climb up the corporate ladder. You can get the C-suite. It's going to take you 15, 20 years. Yeah. But you need to do something to fuel. Like, my mom was an accountant in the Dominican Republic. Like, she had a career. We were, we were fine. She came with me here when I was five, and she did factory work. She did midnight shifts. She did everything. And then when I finally graduated like college with my degree, straight, I thought she was going to be happy because, you know, you, you think your parents are going to be happy. She's like, okay, good. That's for you. That's not for me. I and know that's what our that's what my parents say too. <laughs> I'm like, what? Well, as kids, we want to keep them proud yeah. because you know, let's keep it real again. I'm gonna keep it real with our audience here with Spotlight TV because we're also live here, and with your platforms here. You know, honestly, being a minority, like I'm Spanish, I'm Spanish Ecuadorian, like we're minorities. We gotta prove ourselves even more, even more in these rooms, especially. And I find now when I'm networking and stuff, I'm in different rooms. I went to an event recently. There wasn't a Latina in the house. Not even one. I was the only one there. So you feel like you need to like bring it even more. Yeah. Because now you're representing That's like right, a whole girl. culture. That's right. That's right. Behind <laughs> you. So you, you have to be extra nice. And I'm Hannah. And then the minute, you know, they see Salazar, they know. And where are you from? Dominican. And then, oh, the beaches are nice. Okay, cool. But you know what? We have culture. We have food. We have history. It's not just the beaches. Like we have so much more to offer. And yeah. I feel like we're just not getting in those rooms. And I... I want I want us to be in those rooms. I don't know how, but I want to bring everyone. I was talking to my husband last night, and he's like, why do you want to, you should do a solo event. You should be by yourself on stage. And I said, I know I want to, but I'm like, I just want everybody else to be a star too. Yeah, for sure. For and sure. I struggle with that. I struggle with that. So definitely, I, I when I see you, I'm like, oh my God, I want to be like her when I grow up. And your total goals, like you're, you're such a hustler. Like you Thank move. you. Thank you. Wow. Honestly, that makes me feel good because sometimes there's moments in my career where I feel like, Am I good enough? You're phenomenal. Please, like, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it real because it's like an actor's life. You go through auditions. I, won't, I, I There are some moments in my career where I lost gigs because I was asking for too much uh, like a salary expectation. But again, I believe in rights, like uh, equal pay, especially mm-hmm. being a female in this business, you know, especially being a minority. Like I have 11 years in this business. I know my value. I know what I'm supposed to be making and I'm not going to settle. No, and that's the attitude that we need to have. We need to be our biggest cheerleader because nobody else is going to do it. You're in that room. You're negotiating by yourself with somebody else. So you need to be your biggest fan. If not, they're going to, oh, yeah, free? Oh, yeah, let's go. And then, yeah. yeah. It's not even about free, Hannah. Like, in this business, it's a, it's a beautiful profession. It's like becoming a lawyer or a doctor. Journalism is a very respected profession. And... Sometimes it boggles my mind when these news directors give you an offer of $40,000. That's a joke in my eyes. Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. have 11 years of, in this industry, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, 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 I'm worth more than that. And yeah. honestly, if I, if I don't have that gig, c'est la vie. That's what we say in French. That's life. <laughs> there's, Move on and get on to another job. There's so many jobs. Like, if you think globally, there's so many places that you can be. 
So if one person says no to me, I go look for 10 more. And out of those 10, somebody's going to say yes. But you have to keep consistent. I keep saying it on this podcast. I say it every episode. Consistency is key. I need you to get up and go every single day. Because if you don't, if you don't walk out the door, my grandma says, go outside even if somebody's just going to like tell you to like F off. Like just go outside anyways <laughs> and just, just go. <laughs> Just go, go do your thing. Yeah, just go. keep on shining. But, you know, Hannah, I also want to talk about this. This is really, uh, like, amazing. Like, us millennials, you know, like, we're doing our thing. We're seeing a lot of successful cats in this business, whether in the fashion world, TV, digital. Because, you know, I love seeing Latinas on air. There's Stefania Sirna. There's Lorena Arias. There yeah. is Marta Pinzon, who started this for us in this business. She started, what, in the 80s, 90s with TLN. There's Alvira Sanchez de Maliki. Like, she was the voice of the voices, you know. She started with, uh, you know, being one of the first broadcasters. I love seeing us gals mm-hmm. be present, you know. And we're the next generation, so we gotta we got to take on the, butts, the, 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 the throne and we got to <laughs> keep on doing this, you know. we got to keep it active because we got to be the voice of the voices and, and continue. And, and you do a lot of coaching and mentoring and, and a lot of public speaking. And I do a lot of stories and I do a lot of corporate videos, promotional videos. And... and um, this is a platform and it's a pleasure. It's an honor. It really is. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for being on here. It's insane when you, like, I never thought I would interview you. When we did the cross, I was like, oh my God, I should have her on the show. I'm like, oh, she's probably so busy and she doesn't want to be on here. So I thank you for even like, Hannah, don't even say that. You know, honestly, that's where another tip for anybody out there. Always be humble. Humility, man, humility will kick your ass if you don't have that. <laughs> so I'm telling you, be humble, humility, because you know what? For me, I'm just a girl that was raised on Glen Park. I'm a girl from Ecuador. I know where I'm from. I'm a girl that just, I'm like you and I, man. We're just like, we're just, we're girls that want to achieve so much, you know? Then I find that time is so limited. Like when I really think, I'm like, oh my God, wait, I have to get up. I have to do this because I can't, I want to just like shine light on everyone. And it sounds crazy, but there's so many people doing amazing things. Like you do like 500 jobs. I don't even know. What's a day look like for you? Like what do you Every do? day is different. That's why I'm in this business. Every day is different because you know, like I used to be a corporate girl back in the heyday. Before broadcasting, there was corporate. That's what paid my bills, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Before broadcasting, I used to work for a fantastic family called the Saltieri family on Wilson Avenue in Dufferin. And I was working for those guys since 2003 to 2010 before I left Australia. And they were so flexible. It was working, it was like, it felt like not working for them, it felt working with them, the Saltieri mm-hmm. family, Home Life Five Star. So shout out to those guys because they were so flexible. Because I used to live in Oakville too for school. Oh, sure. so you were everywhere. Every, yeah, because mm-hmm. I hated traffic, man. Traffic was a big thing. <laughs> so I moved there for the semesters. And uh, they were so flexible. Frank, man, Frank was awesome. Dominic, his, his brother was cool too the dad Carmelo um, and that's where I met my best friend Natalia the Russian girlfriend my Russian girlfriend she's cute uh, and I don't know I just I, it's nice to work with like-minded people who respect their employees and acknowledge their employees and I learned so much in those in those years of how to do business and where how we're in the people business yeah and how to conduct yourself how to always be with people because real estate is also very similar to broadcasting it is time is is money money is time and i prepared offers amendments waivers disclosures all that stuff put properties on the market mls 
And I learned a lot of that stuff. And then from that, I worked also as an executive assistant for a big company called Staxi Corporation back in 2008. So I went full-time with 2008 at Staxi, and I went part-time with Home Life because I hustled. I loved making money. <laughs> well, money's the motive, and you, you have to move. I, I saw something online that says you need seven lines of income. Like, you yeah. need to have income from seven different places. So yeah. I, I believe it. I find everyone that I connect with does, like, 500 things, and I love it. I love it. I love when somebody's like, oh, but I can also do this. I, I met a girl that has a brand, has a corporate job, and she takes care of dogs. Wow, that's cool. That's a good That's a good income, though. Even with, like, beauty, the beauty industry, oh. hairstyles. They can make over, did you know hairstyles can make over 80 grand? They, I didn't even know that. Yep. There. I once dated this guy. He owned real estate and a hair salon and a tanning salon. So I know that because he told me. He's like, Joanna, his name was Anthony Ferry. He was like, Joanna, never put your eggs in one basket. And I learned so much from that guy. Every person that you meet is a learning opportunity. And it's insane how we, if you're awake, mm -hmm. if you're woke, I call it woke. If you're woke, you'll grasp so much from every interaction yeah. and store it in the bank. I have a bank of lessons that I pull out whenever I need. I have to ask you, if you saw yourself at 20, yeah, what would you say to yourself? Like a piece of advice, because if I saw myself at 20, oh God, I'd hit her. Um, <laughs> Like, get it together. What is wrong with you? So, <laughs> check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> you know, honestly, the best advice I'll give myself back in when I was twenty. Honestly, my first gig was Susie Shear. I was like fourteen. I was, it was, it was illegal, but I got the gig because I looked older. It was at Yorkdale Mall. I remember this. So, I don't know. My parents always instilled work a good work ethic. Like, I was never spoon fed, even though we got nice things. Like, I was no. never spoon fed. No, you know. Um, you know, my parents always instilled the work ethic and, and always always take pride in what you do. Always keep your head up, you know, never, no matter what. Be the best at whatever you do. So for me, I would give myself, um, okay, I'll give you a financial advice here. I would never <laughs> buy a new car. I bought a car, a Mustang, 2003, right away, because I was making awesome money as an executive assistant and working for Home Life Five Star. And before I used to work for City of Angels on Orpheus Road, so they used to have four boutiques. It was the Bawa family, a big Indian family. They oh. still have wholesale. And they had City of Angels, very high-end boutique in Queen Street, Spadina, I used to work on Orpheus. So I also learned a lot from that family, the Bawa family. Shout out to you guys. Raj and Mr. Bawa, you're awesome. They always give us coffees and incentives and donuts. And, and he used to let me use the company vehicle to go grab things. I loved it. Gave me a lot of a lot of confidence in working for that guy. I worked for him for like five years before home life. Um, don't buy a car, man. Don't buy a new car just for the glitz and glam. Like, I bought it because I was so proud. You know when a girl buys like, a Gucci purse because uh, it's your first paycheck? Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, my God, I feel so good. I'm going to work so hard. And it's like you take pride. You know, mm -hmm. you want to you wanna do it yourself because I'm an independent woman. I don't depend on a man. No. Never. No. Never no. did. Never have. Never have I ever been like that kind of girl. My mom and my sister, actually, my sister always says, says this to me. There's two, type of, two types of women out there, the educated type and the one that depends on a man. That's very powerful. It you is. should never depend on a man when it yep. comes to anything. So my advice to my younger self would be um, don't buy a new car because that Mustang <laughs> 2003 cost me $30,000, which could have been my, down to my, my deposit for a house. And I could have been a homeowner because I'm, I'm a homeowner now. But, you know, uh, I could have had my first home at 22. <laughs> Instead of... Having the car that depreciates when it gets out of the exactly. lot. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So that's one of my advice to the girls of the younger generation. Don't buy a new car. It's, it, it depreciates. The, the minute you drive off the lot is the minute it depreciates value. So don't buy a new car. No matter I, what. You I, can have a Mustang. You can have a Mercedes. You can have a Land Rover. 
uh, or a Jeep, but get it used. Who cares about it? Like, honestly, <laughs> who really cares about cars nowadays? Like, just as long as it takes you from A to B, and especially in Toronto, take the TTC or an Uber. <laughs> Stop stressing out about cars. I, I love this. I, I love this advice. My, my brother Sergio works as a car salesman, so I hear everything. So he's just like, no, no new, used. Get the, the ones off the lease. Those are better. And definitely, I, I get that. I get that. But you know what? You gave me a big lesson in this whole interview that just be yourself and don't do things to impress others. Yeah, that's right. Like, that's just right. do it for yourself and just be authentic and real. This is a point of my show that I give you the mic. Um, definitely, where can our viewers find you? If somebody wants to hire you, what's your website? Your yeah, Instagram for page? sure. Thank you so much. Yeah, for to connect with us, all you got to do is come on down to Twitter and Instagram. Go to at Johanna G Luna or find me on Facebook. Like us. Like us. It's uh, Spotlight TV Radio Network. Like our page. Give us some love, some digital love. And who knows? You may win something because there's always contests happening with Spotlight TV Radio Network. She is always interviewing the coolest entrepreneurs so I would I'm always inspired looking at at your page it's just something incredible I want to thank you so much for being on here you were the bomb like uh, total goals total goals thank you so much this is your favorite host advice from Hannah with Joanna Luna on the other (laughs) end toodles ciao